The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The horses are at the gate. And they're off! Welcome to Winning Ponies. With a weekend coming up, this is the spot to be for news, handicapping, and spotlights featuring the winners behind horse racing today. Now, here's your host, John Engelhart, racing's regular guy. And thanks for joining us for another edition of Winning Ponies. And I think you're going to like this one because we're bringing in a first-timer on Winning Ponies, but he's no stranger to the world of racing. As a matter of fact, he's in the Hall of Fame, and that is trainer Jerry Hollendorfer. What a performance his shared belief put on in the Santa Anita handicap while toting 125 pounds. Uh, Jerry's going to kind of take us through his career, uh, through the different levels of, of racing, you know, starting with, uh, with, with claiming horses and moving up to the ranks and now clearly uh, handling some of uh, racing's elites with some top owners. Of course, uh, sportscaster Jim Rome is in on the partnership with uh, Shared Belief. You may remember uh, back in 91 with Light Light, that was MC Hammer <laughs> was uh, one, of, one of his owners. So uh, really looking forward to talking to Jerry Hollendorfer. And then uh, all eyes will be on Hot Springs over the weekend, Oaklawn Park, putting together a slew of graded stakes races. Uh, the first on the card will be the Grade 2 Azari, which will be the unveiling of Untappable this season. Then from there, it's the Razorback Handicap, and we've got two horses making their first 2015 start that have plenty of history. They're both millionaires, and that would be Tapature from the Steve Asmussen Barn and Golden Ticket, trained by Kenny McPeak. And we'll round that out with a Kentucky Derby prep. The Rebels, some great horses have come out of this race. Sonny's Halo, Smarty Jones, Curl, and Looking at Lucky will take charge. That's the Rebel, a mile and a 16th at Oaklawn. And our handicapper, well, she's boots on the ground, and it is Mary Rampolini, who's been with us before. So Mary, with the Daily Racing Forum, will be joining us. A big, big weekend in, in racing. Let's uh, take a look at uh, some of the things that are happening here on Winning Ponies. I uh, hope you pulled down uh, your uh, easy win forms uh, this week. We had a couple more uh, good ones for sure. Just today at Aqueduct, the first pick five, the opening pick five, nailed that for $5,900. And then uh, from uh, Aqueduct, you can go just about any place in the country. And in the middle of the country at Turfway Park in, in midweek, had a $1 super high five at 2700 Yesterday, go out a little more out west, Turf Paradise, a $1 super. If you did the key, $1,969. If you were down in the south warm weather of Tampa Bay, we pulled down a $1 super key paying more than $2,313. So go to winningponies.com and pull down your easy win forms. Well, if you're listening to this show, chances are you want to uh, play in some contests. The first free, and I put an asterisk by that, online uh, qualifier for the National Handicapping Championship is, is set for Saturday. Go to ntra.com. Uh, of course, this is the world's richest and most prestigious handicapping tournament uh, over the year. More than 2.3 million in cash prizes, 800,000. We had John O'Neill on a couple weeks ago talking about it. So uh, while it is a free contest, you, there's a $50 membership fee that's good for the whole year. You go and become a tour member. And just go to ntra.com, and it'll get you there. But there's good, this is just the first uh, of several contests. There'll be a 
10 mythical win-in-place wagers on 10 mandatory races uh, from uh, Oak Lawn to Gulfstream Park, Tampa Bay Downs, Parks Racing. Uh, so you, you better pull down your info on that one. But again, uh, once, you're, once you are registered, the uh, contest is free for the rest of the season, uh, certain individual contests. Um, from there, let's uh, take a look. Uh, Ron Turcott this week is resting comfortably after fracturing his legs in a car accident, slid off the road. Turcott now is 73 years old. Word is that he's in good spirits, and he is on the mend. As you know, he was paralyzed from uh, the waist down uh, back in a fall from Belmont Park in 1978. So best wishes go out to Ron Turcott. And uh, sad to say, we lost a big one off the Derby Trail. Kozan is off the Derby Trail. If he doesn't make headlines, it's because he was about to make headlines they had hoped. Uh, Kozan is out of the AP Indymere Delta Princess, making him a half-brother to Royal Delta. Uh, undefeated in two starts, and uh, it looks like uh, he's going to be evaluated at uh, Root and Riddle Equine Hospital. Hopes to have him back for a summer campaign, says Todd Pletcher. I hope so. He cost $1 million as a two-year-old from Fazig Tipton's March sale last year. All right, we're going to get to see American Pharaoh. He's going to be going to the races this week in the Rebel Stakes. We'll talk to Mary Rampolini about uh, American Pharaoh. Looks like he put in a monster work uh, galloped out seven furlongs and 122 over the weekend. I'm sorry, that was on Friday. Uh, he breezed in company, uh, hit the six furlong mark and 110 and change. Looks like he is ready to roll. Johnny V, well, he was named Jackie's Guild Jackie of the Week again. Won five races and played second twice in 12 miles at Gulfstream Park. Started the weekend by winning the Isler Morata Handicap at Gulfstream and continued his stakes form Saturday at Tampa Bay, winning the Challenger Stakes aboard General A-Rod. He's back. And the Grade 3 Hillsboro aboard Stephanie's Kitten. As you recall, they were going to put her through the sales ring. She didn't bring up high-ticket price, so they put her back in training. So she takes the Grade 3 Hillsboro, and then he won the Tampa Bay Derby aboard Derby Hopeful Carpe Diem. So congratulations to Johnny V. And uh, his winning ways may well continue over the weekend. He got named on untappable in the Azari Stakes, as you know, uh, that before that it was Rosie Napravnik who was the regular rider of untappable. And uh, so Johnny V picks up another major, major horse. Uh, Take Charge Brandy looks like she will not be going in the Rebel, as reported last week. Uh, She's out with a non-displaced bone chip in her right knee. It's going to prevent her from making the start... uh, not only in that race, but in the Kentucky Oaks or the Kentucky Derby. Of course, she was last year's two-year-old Eclipse Award winner, uh, trained by Hall of Famer D. Wayne Lucas. So we will miss that. And uh, no surprise here, shared belief, unanimous top choice in week one of the NTRA top poll. And it looks like... uh, he most likely will make his next start in the $600,000 Oaklawn Handicap on grade, uh, the Grade 2. That's April 11th over at Hot Springs, and we'll be talking to Mary about what's happening over at Hot Springs. Obviously, pretty big news when Shared Belief's going to show up, but uh, he took uh, all uh, 47 voters, voted him on top in that poll. And uh, speaking of Shared Belief, uh, his dam, Common Hope, produced a victory gallop Philly this week. Everybody says he looks great, weighs 135 pounds, and is doing very well. Not sure who they're going to breed her back to. It wasn't stated uh, in the article. Uh, But again, as we said earlier, shared belief, hopefully you got to see the Santa Anita handicap. It was just an awesome performance. Uh, Shared belief was, was never touched by Mike Smith. Uh, just uh, toting 125 pounds, 
uh, was six down the back stretch, made a move coming around the turn towards the quarter pole, and the, the finish never in doubt. Now, Moreno, who was expected to be the speed horse, was held in there for second, uh, but uh, by no means was he a threat to shared belief. But it was a good comeback uh, for him, who finished 14th in the Breeders' Cup Classic. And uh, finishing our third was a horse we kind of liked as a part of our exotics last week, Catch a Flight, the Argentinian bred, ridden by Gary Stevens. Uh, so we'll be talking more about shared belief as the, sh- the show goes on. And moving from there onto a race that uh, should have triple crown uh, effect without a doubt after you saw this win, um, it it was Dortmund winning the San Felipe. He was awesome. Uh, he uh, was a little bit speedier than, than we thought. Martin Garcia in the saddle. It's a Bob Baffert train E. Dortmund now undefeated. He's a son of Derby winner, Big Brown. And uh, he was just awesome. It's going to be very interesting uh, coming into the Derby. I'll tell you who's getting better every race is the horse that, that ran second in there, and that was Prospect Park. Uh, this horse has improved every single race. It's a son of Tappet. Uh, this was his first try in, in a stakes race, uh, not even a graded stakes race. So uh, a big move up, Prospect Park. Getting better, put in a very impressive finish, but could not catch Dortmund. But third was the speedy Bolo, who kind of had an outside trip, Victor Espinosa in the saddle on, on that horse. Then with the, the Oaks points on the line, we uh, went to the Honey Bee at Oak Lawn Park. And Promise Me Silver, the mystery horse, who was undefeated, I've got a couple different stories on why uh, she scratched. And uh, the one is the bad weather, and she couldn't ship from Louisiana. And then somebody else said that uh, Brett Calhoun was not really happy with her pre-race prep race. So uh, we'll find out. Pre-race prep was against Texas breads, but ran away, was on top by 12, turning for home. But Promise Me Silver did not make the trip to Oaklawn, but Sarah Sis did. This is the horse I like, who just finished ahead behind Take Charge Brandy. And a uh, good friend of mine, Julio Felix, uh, that rode on the uh, Ohio scene for many years, uh, got the win, so we'll see if this horse is headed to the Kentucky Oaks. Again, finishing ahead behind Take Charge Brandy, nothing wrong with that. Uh, second was Ocean Wave, and uh, third was Pang Burn, the Kenny McPeak trainee. Uh, from there, we went to the Swale Stakes. No derby points, but could be a derby prep. The winner in here, upset Daredevil, the 3-5 to five odds on choice, trained by Todd Pletcher, ready for Rye. Tom Albertani had not trained a winner at the meet. He was 53-0, and 0, and ready for Rye gave him his third win of the day in the Swale Stakes at Gulfstream Park. So we'll see if this uh, horse is kind of bred for speed with the city zip on top out of a more of the ready mare. Uh, we'll try to go longer as the season goes on. And then the Gotham that's uh, been produced uh, many, many a champion horse in New York, the grade three, the winner LK Bear back on track, made a beautiful rail move down the back stretch, then moved outside at the quarter pole and got home winning. So El Kabir looks like he'll be on the Derby Trail. Another one, a little bit of a speed-biased uh, uh, pedigree on top, but we'll find out what happens. He's out of an unbridled song mare, and they had an awful good weekend, as I recall. Uh, Tiz Shady, that just moved to the uh, Bill Mott barn, ended up running uh second in that race so you might want to keep an eye on that one then the Gulfstream Park Handicap honor code from Shug McGahee's barn came back looks like he's going to be tough 
this year, a son of AP Indy out of a storm cat mare. And then the Tampa Bay Derby, Carpe Diem, highly touted last year, was favored in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile, is back on track for trainer Todd Pletcher. Well, that's a look at last week's races. Let's take a quick break. and we come back, we're going to be with the Hall of Famer, Jerry Hollendorfer. school to the pros we, we cover, everything. cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports and they're off what can't make it to the track you can still get all the action with winningponies.com the home of the easy win form the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds quarters and arabian horses at most american and canadian tracks whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let winningponies.com make some money for you. Introducing the one two, three Racing Pick 6, America's newest and most exciting wager. It's the bet that puts you in the race. Win the new $2 wager by scoring points across six races to scoop the national pool. If you love handicapping contests, you'll love one two, three Racing. Compete against America on track and online now. Pools are open at 123bet.com. This month, there are $100,000 in guaranteed payouts. Learn more and wager now at 123bet.com. That's 123bet.com. Licensed and regulated in the USA. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, John Engelhart. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with John or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to show at winningponies.com. Now, back to Winning Ponies with John Engelhart. And with me, 2011 inductee into Racing Hall of Fame, Jerry Hollendorfer, three times he's won the prestigious Kentucky Oaks. Uh, it came from Akron, Ohio. Uh, he is, uh, believe, currently ranked the third leading trainer all time in the United States. Uh, the races he's won, I could go on and on. Uh, the Haskell Invitational with King Glorious. Again, uh, the, the Oaks, uh, three times the Santa Anita Handicap and uh, the Breeders' Cup uh, Dirt Mile. Um, and uh, a headline just came out within the last hour. I was cruising some of the sites, and that, uh, that shared belief, who as today was ranked in the first edition of the Longines World's Best Racehorse Rankings for 2015, after the Santa Anita Handicap, shared belief ranked the best horse in the world. Jerry Hollendorfer, thanks for being on Winning Ponies. My pleasure. Well, Jerry, you know, nobody gets a free pass into the Hall of Fame. Um, I want to know what what first uh, attracted a a guy from, uh, you know, uh, Akron, Ohio, to segue into the horse business. That's not exactly Lexington, Kentucky. No, you know, I got interested in in horses uh, when I was going to school, and I used to go uh, up to Ascot Park when, I don't know if, People might not remember that place. It was in Cuyahoga Falls. And I used to go to the races there, and I got to see Eddie Maple ride his bug there and uh, Sammy Maple. And I got acquainted with, uh, you know, and interested in thoroughbreds uh, at that point in time. But I never got onto the backside until I got out to California. And uh, can you kind of take us along uh, that that, uh, walk with you? I mean, your early lessons... uh, the first day you showed up and got a license, did you start walking hot? How did you introduce yourself to who? I've done all the jobs. I just, uh, you know, 
once I got to California and was going to the races at uh, at uh, Bay Meadows, I wanted to get on the backside, and I just uh, got back there, and you know, it was uh, lucky for me. I found uh, what I wanted, and uh, I went to work for a guy named Dan Wilcher, and and uh, when he uh, decided to go to Southern California, I wanted to stay in uh, Northern California, so I went to work for Jerry Dutton and worked for him uh, for many years, and I did all the jobs, hot walking, groom, foreman, assistant trainer, trainer, owner. I did all the jobs. So I have a, I have a foundation. I don't know how good it is, but I have, have one. <laughs> well, I think it speaks for itself, uh, Jerry. Uh, and anybody in the business will tell you, is, that's the foundation you, you have to have. You don't show up with, with, with a suit and start training horses. Uh, you need to start from uh, the, the ankles up. And certainly you, you've done a, a great job doing that. Now, um, obviously, when you did you know, become an owner, uh, trainer, uh, you, you started out in the, in the, in the, in the claiming game. Uh, yeah, I know that you credit uh, Novel Sprite, who was a 16,000 claimer that went on to win $400,000 and be crowned Claimer of the Year 86 for kind of putting you on the map. Can, can you kind of describe your ascent from the claiming game to how you've moved up to where you are now? Oh, I don't know. You know, it, it's, uh, you know it's kind of hard to describe uh, how things are happening when it is happening to you, I think. Uh, but anyway, I just uh, started out and was content uh, to be uh, in our business like uh, most of the guys are. I think they're on the backside, and I've just uh, I've had great fortune and blessings to uh, get better and better as the years uh, went on. And, yeah, you know, there's a lot of uh, being in the right place at the right time and having the right horse at the right time and all that. But that's the same for any kind of business if you're successful. The question I was going to is, is uh, kind of like our listeners to, and I want to know how your acquisition of horses has changed and how important it is for you to retain uh, part of the horses as an owner. I see so many of these nice horses, and you're listed along with the other partners. Well, my business started out, you know, I put my own money up uh, to, to attract uh, owners to try to claim horses. I saved my money and had enough money to put in on some horses and my business evolved that way. So I just, uh, kept it the same. And, you know, we've been so fortunate to, uh, you know, have some big ones. And so I can still stay in and, and own a piece of, uh, quite a few of the horses. Now, uh, take me back in time or, or, or fast forward me. I mean, from light, light 1991 with MC hammer, to your partnership with Jim Rome, you've been associated with some high-profile owners. Uh, what's that been like? I, I know it's great for the game because we get exposure in other markets, whereas most of the time people don't pay attention to racing. Well, you know, that's one of the, in my opinion, that's one of the perks of uh, being a horse trainer. You get to meet a lot of successful people. And then, you know, if you can win uh, for them, then uh, the relationships uh, develop and uh, you know it's uh, not just uh, training horses and winning races and winning trading titles and all that. You get to meet a a great number of different people and they all uh, have uh, pretty good ideas about things because they wouldn't be in the business if they weren't successful themselves. No, they they wouldn't. Now, how did you uh, come across Jim Rome? Did he approach you? Did you approach him? How did that all come about? No, we had uh, we had a uh, uh, shared belief, uh, uh, you know, uh, trying to buy him, and so I was uh, at that time I was starting to do some business with Alex Solis, uh, the Bloodstock agent, and uh, you know I told him about shared belief that he was for sale, and then uh, one of his clients is Jim Rome, so Jim and and uh, some other partners uh, came in and we obtained that horse and. Uh, that's how that's how that partnership got formed. Well, like I said, it's certainly great for the game to hear about him talking about on national TV because uh, it exposes our sport to, to more people. Now, Jerry, as far as shared belief, what did you see in this horse early on that made you want to bring some money people in and get this horse? I'd like to know about the acquisition of him. Well, you know, we just uh, we just like the way. Uh, 
the way that he won. And then uh, Marty Wygott asked me if, if I would uh, train the horse in Southern California, get him ready for the Hollywood preview, because he wasn't going to leave him in Northern California. And uh, so uh, when he was shipping down, Marty said that he was going to be uh, for sale. So I asked him if he would give me a chance to buy him, and and uh, he uh, made a price, and and uh, that's how we started uh, trying to form our partnership. Just uh, you know, this is one of the ones that that turned out uh, more more than good, but. I mean, there's a, uh, a lot of risk involved when you buy horses, and we buy a lot of them that don't work out. So this is one that, that, uh, that fortunately for us, uh, did. Well, he may, he may be one of the greatest of our time. Uh, the only time he stubbed his toe, somebody else forced him to stub his toe in the Breeders' Cup Classic. And you brought him back so beautiful uh, this year in the Malibu, uh, the... the uh, Santa Anita Invitational, and the, the, the way that he won uh, the Santa Anita Handicap, I mean, Mike Smith left plenty in the tank. This has to be pretty exciting for you, knowing he's a gelding, so he's not going to be leaving the barn next year or anything. Um, how exciting is for you to kind of map a plan for him, probably ultimately going to the Breeders' Cup Classic? Well, yeah, I think, you know, that's, Probably right. You know, we would make that a, a point race if we can stay sound and and continue to do well. So I, I, it's quite exciting. Uh, it's quite exciting for everybody that's involved. And you know, this horse has done a lot uh, to keep the morale of the barn up uh, when we weren't doing so good in some other areas. And uh, just uh, a wonderful experience. Can't uh, words can't describe everything uh, that that horse has brought to our barn. Well, I just, I've talked to so many people in racing and so many people feel like perhaps he might be the next John Henry and hopefully he'll bring you know, more people's uh, eyesight into the game. I understand that uh, the, the plans may be for you to foray out of California and go to the Oakland Handicap for his next start. We might look at that race. Uh, we might uh, also, uh, we might also look at the, at the Charlestown race, which is a big uh, race with a with a big purse, so we might look at that, and we would look at race uh, the Met Mile in New York, and uh, way way out in the in the distance is the Breeders' Cup Classic again. But you know, I hate to get too far in front of myself, so I take the races one at a time, and we enjoy them, and then uh, try to make another plan. Well, you certainly have a lot of options with shared belief. Before I let you go, Jerry Hollendorfer, uh, I've got to ask you quickly about two other horses. Uh, while everybody was watching shared belief over the weekend, I got to watch Kentuckians debut at Golden Gate. Looks you, like you got a nice son of Tiz now in the barn, a three-year-old. Well, he was quite impressive, and uh, my longtime rider and, and uh, friend, Russell Bays, uh, really likes him a lot. Uh, he got, really got a hold of that track uh, when when we ran him, and he ran a fast time and got a big number. So, you know, we're looking forward to uh, to running him again, but we'll give him a little time between races. Uh, one last question, Jerry. I'll let you go. You're probably ready to hit the pillow, but um, I, I love to see horses uh, that uh, – don't have the spotlight on them as an early one because they're by a $4,000 stallion, and that would be the girl in that song who you currently train and has now won over $430,000. She's going in the Santa Margarita on Saturday. You won this race last year with Let Faith Arise. How's the girl in that song doing? Because it sure looks like it was a merry-go-round. These horses have taken turns beating each other in that field. Yeah, she's doing real well right now. That's a, a horse that Mark Cornett picked out uh, for us, uh, the bloodstock agent from Florida. And, uh, you know, he uh, put together a partnership on, on uh, that particular horse, including uh, including myself in, in the ownership. And so uh, she's developed uh, nicely, and, you know, he just uh, really liked her, even though she wasn't running uh, at a top what is considered a top racetrack, uh, we've learned over the years that uh, 
many good horses come from uh, from everywhere. So we like to look at everywhere and not just in the big, at the big racetracks for buying prospects. Angie, bred by Clarence uh, Schaubauer, who people recall, I believe, uh, bred uh, Ali Sheba. This one's a Texas bred, so you're going to have a lot of options down the road. I, I know you're not afraid to travel. Or Jerry Hollendorfer, I've taken up plenty of your time. I'm so blessed to have you on the Winning Ponies. I want to thank you so much and wish you nothing of the best uh, for all of your stable, but I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, Shared Belief spread across the country and expand his fan base. Well, thank you, and I'm uh, proud to have come from Akron, Ohio, and, uh, you know, my roots are, are there, and I'll, uh, I live in California now, but, uh, you know, home is home, so I, I still think of it quite often. Go Bucks! Thanks a lot, Jerry Hollendorfer. Really appreciate your time. And uh, coming up next, uh, Mary Rampolini from the Daily Racing Forum is going to take us down Main Street at Hot Springs, Arkansas, until we end up at Oak Lawn Park. You're listening to Winning Ponies. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bench his ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. And they're off. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of the easy win form. The most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let winningponies.com make some money for you. Introducing the 123 Racing Pick 6, America's newest and most exciting wager. It's the bet that puts you in the race. Win the new $2 wager by scoring points across six races to scoop the national pool. If you love handicapping contests, you'll love 123 Racing. Compete against America on track and online now. Pools are open at 123bet.com. This month, there are $100,000 in guaranteed payouts. Learn more and wager now at 123bet.com. That's 123bet.com. Licensed and regulated in the USA. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, John Engelhart. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with John or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to show at winningponies.com. Now, back to Winning Ponies with John Engelhart. All right, and with me right now is Mary Rampolini. She's been a correspondent and handicapper for the Daily Racing Forum starting back in 1996. Though she uh, started up in Hartford, Connecticut, she kind of made her way down uh, to, to the middle of the country and south. She grew up in a racing family. Uh, her father, uh, Ralph, was the racing manager for Nelson Bunker Hunt. Back in the 80s, he broke over 100 to 120 yearlings each year for the very prominent stable of Nelson Bunker Hunt. And uh, right now, Mary's uh, based in Hot Springs and Grand Prairie. She covers Oaklawn, Lone Star, as m- well as other uh, tracks in Louisiana, Texas, and Oklahoma. And she's going to be a busy girl this Saturday. Mary Rampolini, thanks for being back on the show. Hi, John. Thanks for having me. And we do have a very busy Saturday at Oaklawn Park. Now, uh, before I go into the races and what you're going to be doing on Saturday, um, yes. Describe to me uh, the uh, kind of the, the aura, the feeling, the what, what happens when Oaklawn's open? Because I, I found it was kind of like a Saratoga of the South. It's like the whole town kind of embraces the uh, the race meet down there. They do, um, John. It's a really racing friendly community. You find uh, 
when you leave the gates of the racetrack, you still run into folks who want to talk horse racing. You, you kind of run into people who know know exactly what's going on, and and not just with the big horses coming in for the stakes. They know they know what's going on with the fifth race uh, on Friday, and uh, that's that's a really great feeling uh, for all of us in racing to know that other people are so in tune to our sport, and that is a very unique part of the community in Hot Springs, uh, Arkansas. And, and it really is a Hot Springs. I know years ago I went down there with uh, my, my youngest son, Pat, uh, as a guest of John McKee, who was the top jock down there for a couple of years. And, uh, you know, you go, you go right to the center of town and you see people pulling up in their pickup trucks and, and pulling out their gallon containers, and there's spring water just flowing for free out of the city fountain and people fill up their their uh, gallon ca- you know bottles and uh, cans and you know, as many as you want and it actually is warm water it's hot water and you know the city was right, known for all the right. health benefits and when i was down there it looked like they were moving back towards that whole kind of spa thing Yes, there's a lot of, yeah, there's been a lot of improvements there. There are some, I, it, it's been a while based on what you said about John McKee, so I have an idea of when you were last in here. And there's been a lot of uh, spa facilities set up and things like that uh, in that in that area where you're speaking about downtown. And, uh, yeah, the water's a big deal. That's a big deal. And, and I've had a lot of women tell me it's very good for your skin, that drinking that water is really good for your skin. So that's the little bit I've heard. <laughs> well, I, I must say, it, it, at least in town, it's not a place you go to party. Um, I think I found one bar. Uh, basically, the kind of the sidewalks kind of come up about eight o'clock at night. It's a sleepy little city. Then, when you get to the outskirts a little bit, you'll find your TGI Fridays and your Chili's and things like that. But it was kind of a step back in time. I mean, I actually pulled up to like a, a Dairy Queen or whatever, and there was a picture of Bill Clinton eating a soft ice cream cone when he was about twenty-one oh, wow. years old. <laughs> yeah, and it is, you know, and there's there's a lot of um, a lot of the architecture and a lot of the old buildings downtown. They really do take you back um the arlington hotel has a beautiful lobby area that that you can sit in and just feel like you're going back to the to the 1930s or 1940s you almost can feel that era around you because of the decor and the like i said the architecture the structure of the building and and that is a beautiful thing the history that's still intact it, it it really is, and again, I kind of tell people I've been lucky to go to certain places. Grew up around Saratoga, and I go to Keeneland and and Kentucky Downs. I found as a real niche place, and I hope our listeners, uh, you know, get my enthusiasm about these places. And Hot Springs is one of them. If you're a racing fan or or just a fan of great places to visit, all of those should be on on your map. But uh, so so yes. you're at a great place. It, it, it's a racing town. And you're going to have a very busy weekend. Hey, before I get on to the three races we're going to do, and I don't want to jam us up for time, but um, now DRF Live, and I've talked about this several times on the air, is really cool. It's uh, You can go up on the Racing Form site, and it's kind of like if, if you're home alone or whatever, it's like you've got racing buddies in the press boxes all over the country. Now, when I said you're going to be a busy girl this Saturday, are you going to be – uh, pumping stuff up on DRF Live all afternoon? Yes, John, there will be a number of us. In fact, we're uh, having a, a meeting tomorrow to coordinate our coverage who will be contributing not only to Oakland but to other tracks around the country. But there will be a, a real concerted effort uh, for Oakland coverage on Saturday because, uh, as you mentioned, there will be three graded stakes races uh, on the program, and uh, in two of those races, there'll be a couple of champions making their seasonal debuts, American Pharaoh and Untappable. So we will be all over the card filing reports, uh, several different reporters and correspondents and handicappers giving out opinions on the day and um, whatever news develops, track conditions, how they change, just like you said, just whatever information is being filed out that we can provide to you, uh, that's what we'll be working on Saturday. But yeah, it's really fun because uh, where I've been located, we've been kind of snowbound here. Tracks have been closed, and it's kind of fun. It's kind—I of, feel like, hey, I'm at the track with these guys, you know. And the updates are are timely and educational, and if you're betting online, very informative. Well, before we go to our first break, um, let's go to a race that uh, I basically, as my Kev, my friend Kevin Gomer used to say. 
the race is for place because in the seventh <laughs> at Oaklawn, it is the Azari, a grade two race, mile and a sixteenth, untappable makes her debut. The pregnant Rosie Napravnik won't be in the saddle. Johnny V gets the call, who was in the saddle for the mother goose when Rosie got hurt and only won by nine lengths that day, so he's familiar with her. Uh, let's face it, you've just got, if you're handicapping this race, you're handicapping underneath her. She is definitely uh, the undisputed class, as obviously a, a champion, not only champion three year old filly of 2014, but a Kentucky Oaks and Breeders' Cup distaff winner. Uh, beating her elders uh, last year at Santa Anita in the Breeders' Cup. So uh, she's a very exciting filly. And, and then, yes, I mean, I think you have to uh, maybe look to flashy American a little bit. I think you could step up and run a very big race, John. And I like gold medal dancer a little bit at a price. She ran a very big race off the bench. She's got some natural speed. And um, she should move forward because she'll be making her second start since August. Yes, and, and what you've got is you've got horses that, that had the major prep for this race. The top three came out of the, the Bayakoa, uh, including uh, Mufaja, who uh, put, in my opinion, an extremely strong final furlong in that race. I don't know if you were there to witness that or not, but, uh, again, you've got uh, uh, Mufaja, if I'm saying it right, flashy American, and gold medal dancer all coming out of a very, very, uh, was almost a photo three-horse photo finish. Yes, right. Yeah, that's, you raise a good point. And yes, um, strong group there and, uh, just really nice, really nice fillies and mares in their own right. Uh, they're, they're, um, you know, facing off, uh, against a, a bit of a monster and untappable. Well, um, you're down there and so you've got, like you said, not one, but two Eclipse Award winners that are going to be on the card on Saturday. Uh, is there a buzz around, uh, not only in the press box, but uh, in town? Do you think uh, th- there's going to be a, a yes. pretty strong crowd at Oaklawn Park on Saturday? I do. I do, John. There, there is a lot of excitement for the races. And um, uh, American Pharaoh and Untappable together on the same card. I mean, you can't help but be excited about that. And, of course, American Pharaoh being one of the leading Contenders for the Kentucky Derby, a lot of people really excited about him for the Kentucky Derby. He's getting started in the Rebel, and, um, you know, so many people follow the, the road up to the Kentucky Derby that, that that alone draws them in, and then here you've got Untappable on top of it. Absolutely. Well, it is exciting, and like I said, you're going to be a very busy uh, uh, typing away on DRF Live all Saturday afternoon, and uh, hopefully I'll be tuning in and listening to what you have to say and report. Well, coming up, uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break here, but we come back, uh, an interesting race, uh, the Razorback Handicap, uh, that features two standout horses, but they're making their 2015 debut in Tapature and Golden Ticket. Might be some fresh horses that want to knock them off, and then we're going to go to a race that could affect the Kentucky Derby because it has in years past, and that would be the Grade 2 Rebel Stakes at Oaklawn Park. We're talking with Mary Rampolini from the Daily Racing Forum. We're going to take a little bit of a break. You're listening to Winning Ponies. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. From high school to the pros, we, we cover, everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. And they're off! What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of the easy win form, the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry, let winningponies.com make some money for you. Introducing... 
The one, two, three racing pick six. America's newest and most exciting wager. It's the bet that puts you in the race. Win the new $2 wager by scoring points across six races to scoop the national pool. If you love handicapping contests, you'll love one, two, three racing. Compete against America on track and online now. Pools are open at one, two, three bet.com. This month, there are $100,000 in guaranteed payouts. Learn more and wager now at 123bet.com. That's 123bet.com. Licensed and regulated in the USA. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, John Engelhart. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with John or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to show at winningponies.com. Now, back to Winning Ponies with John Engelhart. All right, and with me, a guest that I've had on several times from several tracks, uh, Mary Rampolini from the Daily Racing Forum. We just covered the Azari, where uh, the champion Untappable will be going to post as a heavy, heavy favorite. But nonetheless, it'll be fun to, to watch to watch her run in that race. And uh, before we move on to the Razorback Handicap and the Rebel, uh, Mary, how's the weather down there? I know you guys have had to add days. It seems like almost every year you guys get hit with a pretty solid winter storm down there. How are we looking for this weekend? We did have a rainy, muddy track today. We had a steady rain today, and we are anticipating some more rain tomorrow. Uh, There's a lesser chance of rain for Saturday, but temperatures in the 65-degree range. So the the temperatures, as far as we had, like you said, we had some real winter weather earlier in the meet. It is supposed to be in the 60s on Saturday. And um, so that's encouraging. Um, And we'll see how the rain goes, you know. Now, does the track dry out pretty good? Yeah, the track is a sand-based track, so it can take a fair amount of water. Yes, it does take the water well. Now, I, I will I will tell our listeners, when I was down there, I, I went out for the morning workouts and did some photography, and uh, that's when Lawyer Ron and Greater Good were running down there. And uh, I have never seen there. a track that actually has a stoplight to tell you when there's too many horses on the track. There was actually a, a, a stoplight at the gap, and they'd have to walk them around and wait till all of a sudden the green light came on to, to let them back on. <laughs> I've never seen that at any other track in the country. Have you? Oh, to let them know the track's open. To let them know the track's open. Yeah. The no, while there, they were yeah. training, there were so many horses on the track, it seemed like they, they, they were, were waiting. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> I never really thought about that, actually. I, I noticed that light when I'm coming in to, to know whether the track's open or not. And I know if I'm, if I'm running a little later, I'm, I'm in good time to get up to the press box to watch training. <laughs> That's what I use that light for, John. <laughs> but uh, it was just, it's such a great place. And again, I implore my listeners, you know, put this on your bucket list. Uh, Oakland Park and uh, Hot Springs is a great place to go. Well, uh, the Razorback Handicap, it's a grade three, and it has allured uh, two veteran horses that I'm glad are still in training in uh, Tapature and Golden Ticket. They're going to, Tapature's on the inside, Golden Ticket's just the outside of them. Uh, Tapature, of course, trained by uh, Steve Asmussen. Uh, Kenny McPeak has Golden Ticket. This is a horse that dead heated in the Traverse Stakes when he was a three-year-old. Uh, two dangerous, dangerous guys. Two really solid horses, um, but they're both making their 2015 debut. And so in doing that, I'm sure the wise guys in the press box and people that want to get a little value on their money are going to look for, well, yeah, they're solid, and they're probably going to be the two favorites, but is there somebody that can knock them off? And to tell you what, I think there's a couple horses in here you've got to give a look to, and that would be Carve who, uh, sad to say, got gelded over the winter, but since then came back and put a bang-up race, a 106 buyer in the racing form. Uh, January 16th won what's called the fifth season stake, $100,000. And Ride on Curlin, 
who was you know on the Derby Trail last year. He's legitimate, likes Oaklawn Park, has never finished off the board. He's a horse for course, put in a big rally last time, just shaded a 100 buyer. These are two horses that could upset the apple cart of the first two I mentioned. I think, John, of the three stakes, yes, I think this is probably the most competitive uh you know, probably where they get your best odds on a horse. Even if you like Tapature, you'll get a little higher price on the uh, starting high weight and probable favorite than you would in the other two stakes uh, as far as favorites go. Um, it is a competitive race. You know, I thought uh, right on Curlin's a horse that's probably coming into maybe a peak race here. It's his third start back, and his trainer, Billy Gallon, looks for him to move forward. Thought he got just a little tired, you know, a little bit last time, and and, you know, jumping from six furlongs to a mile and the 16th, he would have ideally liked maybe to go from six to seven to the mile and the 16th, but that, that's not an option. There's not seven furlong races um, uh, in, in, at Oakland. Uh, but, um, I mean, he's looking for him to run well. The horse is doing very well for him. I thought race day was an interesting horse that has a shot to maybe go out there and get loose on the lead uh, coming in for trainer Todd Pletcher. Um, he's, he's a very quick horse and has put up some very strong buyer speed figures in his last two starts. Uh, golden tickets coming back. His trainer, Ken McPeak said earlier this week, this is a horse that runs very well fresh. And of course he's a grade one winner. He's, he's, the, he's, the, he's got, if you want to argue credentials, I mean, he, he's got the very best credential in the field as a grade one winner. And of course, Tapature, I think Tapature merits a lot of consideration. He is, he is a real quality animal coming off a second-place finish to Golden Fence in the Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile. Uh, he really has made a very favorable physical impression uh, since he arrived at Oakland on Monday. Uh, I think there's a lot, of, a lot of horses to stop and ponder in this race. Um, I do think it's a very competitive race, John, but I do think Tapature is a very solid favorite, too. Well, it will, it will be interesting, but like I said, if you're ever going to knock him down, it'll be his first race back. Well, I'm looking, got about uh, two minutes left here in this segment, and it's the Rebel Stakes. And again, if you look back in history, uh, horses that have won this race, Sonny's Halo, Smarty Jones, Curlin, Looking at Lucky, uh, will take charge. Some very, very good horses have come out of this race, and obviously last year's Eclipse Award winner, American Pharaoh, uh, should be the, the heavy favorite in here. Yeah, in this case, he, he will be a very strong favorite, and uh, let alone his credentials and in, in, in who he is as a racehorse, as a champion, as a multiple grade one winner. He also looks like the controlling speed in this race, John. Yes. Yes, I mean, so. coming late, I mean, the, the, the two horses I'm going to put underneath are the Truth or Else coming out of the Southwest and a horse coming up from Gulfstream Park uh, made from Lucky, a Pletcher trainee. They both, both look a little bit dangerous, but uh, catch me if you can, American Pharaoh. I think so. I think that's how the race, how the race takes shape. Well, great. I like I like when an expert like you kind of <laughs> kind of agrees with me. Uh, the, the one thing I like about truth or else that, that I was not a hard read for us, was it? <laughs> that wasn't too hard to read. <laughs> no, but I, I like the second time Lasix angle because this horse was shuffled back fourteen lengths in the slop uh, in its uh, the Southwest Stakes and, and rallied so strong, had the lead briefly and uh, then uh, just got beat in a three-horse photo finish. And, again, I don't know if the Lasix was the difference, but it sure didn't hurt this horse when you look at his running lines. I think you laid out his whole race very well for people, yeah. I think you just laid out the crux of his race. And um, I will say his trainer, Ken McPeak, is, is very confident coming into this race. He is really looking for a strong race uh, from the truth or else. Well, uh, I was there when Kenny won his first race at River Downs some 30 years ago, and I know that he's he's able to to come through with a long shot every now and then, so don't leave him off your ticket. We've been listening to Mary Rampolini. She's going to be busy. Go go to DRF Live on Saturday and take down these three graded stakes races from Oaklawn Park. Mary, thanks so much for joining us on Winning Ponies again. John, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed talking with you tonight. 
All right, it won't be the last time. And, of course, we at Winning Ponies want to thank uh, Hall of Fame trainer Jerry Hollendorfer for spending time with us today and wish him nothing but the best with all of his horses. Don't forget, he's got the girl in that song at the Santa Margarita, a race he won last year with Let Faith Arise, and he said she's training well. So get your Easy Win Fig forms. Have a great time. Remember, when you go to the races, bet with your head, not over it. Thanks for listening to Winning Ponies with John Engelhart. We know the information from today's show will help you at the next post. Keep listening for more next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network.